1909. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can go to our chat line and get involved, and I will get to your questions and comments, all right? I do appreciate it. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. How's everybody? Good. Um, I heard this report about regular folks, and a lot of regular people don't believe that they can make it in life. They need um, to go to college and get a degree and all that crap. That's not true. It's so not true. Uh, if you work, you know, you earn your money, and you save your money, and you invest your money, you'll be surprised what happens. Really, that's all to it. And you won't be stressed out. You won't worry. That's how we did it growing up. When I was growing up, that's how it was done. College wasn't a big deal. So just remember that. Work, always save 10%. No matter what happens, put 10% away and live off the rest. Pay your rent, put some gas in your car, go out partying. Have a little change in your pocket, and life will be easy. You won't have to stress out. And an opportunity to invest will come along. It will happen. God got it set up that way. Nobody can stop it. So remember that, all right? Don't believe you have to go to college. Because they have set you up when you, they made you think you have to go to college, and then you, they convince you, and you go to college, and then they rip you off by raising the prices. And when you leave, you're in debt. Have you noticed that? Yeah. So don't let the world do that to you. Yes. So you're recommending that we uh, always save 10%. And, always. Yeah. And so what about tithing 10% as well? So you're saying we it should. It doesn't have to be 10% in whatever you can afford to do without having to suffer. For Just the tithe? Yeah, with the tithe. Yeah. You don't have to put a number on it, a percentage on it. Whatever you can give, give, do it in secret, and God will reward you in secret. But don't give 10% and then go home and hungry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or can't buy gas for your car, can't get to work, or your kids are starving. You give from the heart, and you give secretly. It's so, not like the world been told you. Yeah. All right? Um, so, any questions or anything? If you guys and ladies pay attention to that, what I just said, you'll be surprised what happened. No matter what happened, let's say that you're walking down the road and you get an arm cut off, right? And you have no money, you got to go to the doctor. And the first thing you say, you say, well, you have 10% in the bank, don't take your money. Leave it there, go to the mercy room or something. Or put your arm back on and hold it. Or something. But save your 10%. Men and women. Really. Uh, did I see somebody here? Oh, yes. Yes. Um, Take the mic for me. Hello. Um, Hello. I, I just wanted to, I guess, comment on what you just said. It's 100% true. Yeah. Um, I work 40 hours a week, um, and I know exactly how much I need to invest in my own business. I went to school. Um, unfortunately, I didn't make the cut um, for, uh, after the first year. However, that was like the best thing that ever happened to me because I had to learn how to fend for myself. Yeah. I had to become independent, and I learned that... Um, the best teacher is experience that you're going through yourself, honestly. That's like, right. It and really is. It, it, it is. And um, I'm seeing my own business start from my own efforts, and I don't need to take any classes. I'm using my God-given talent. Yeah. Um, and it's it's honestly, it's been so rewarding, and I'm in that journey right now. And 
what you just said is 100% true. The thing is, is college is the safe route. It's safe, and people want to take that route. And it's not really the safe route. It just seemed to be. Exactly, exactly. You, you do, um, people think you do step one, step two, and then you do step three, and then you're, you're happy for the rest of your life. And that's right. 100% not true. Totally I'm not having true. so much fun taking risks. Right and, on. And I have so much confidence in myself, and that would have never happened if, like, my tummy was rubbed and I got a glass of milk every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's right. Ain't nothing like a rubbed tummy with that's, milk. <laughs> You're right, man. This is your first time here? Yeah, my first time. Oh, how do you? what's your first name? Christopher. How do you hear about us? Uh, YouTube primarily. Right on. Yeah, I started watching some clips, and uh, you know, and then from there, like, I've just been in a transformation for uh, a few years now, yep. and the thing is, is like, I love everybody, and with that... You love the Mexicans? I love the Mexicans, and so I'm willing to tell the truth about the Mexicans, and, and I don't want to keep... Yeah. How old I, are you? 26. Right on. That's amazing. You're so fortunate to be realizing that at such a young age, man. You really are. So that's cool. Are you doing the silent prayer? Uh, I have a silentprayer.video. You should do it. I recommend you do it. They're just going to cause you to wake up more. Have you forgiven your mother yet? Yeah, I did, 100%. Uh, how did that go? Um, Speaking to the mic for me. I when I when I, I I don't think she really understood why I was saying oh mom I forgive you um, but <laughs> she doesn't need to right and and, and it, you know I had a father and he was he was less emotional than the men are today and yeah. I always thought that that was unfortunate for me and I grew up thinking like why why doesn't he show any more emotion but the thing is is like that's what what a, being a real man is and so I. Any any kind of resentment that I ever felt towards him, gone. Right on. Gone. And I actually realized that, you know, that's how men were like, and I yeah. respect that 100%. That's right. Amazing. That's amazing. You're on your way, man. You really are. All right? So keep it up. Um, what made me think about, also made me think about this, how to save and earn. I was at the barbershop on Saturday. Just got to wait in my car to be next to get uh, my hair cut. And I looked up on the bill and I saw two, about three or four birds up there, the mother and the father, it seemed, and the little birds flying around, and they were all pretty. They had nothing on their mind. They weren't worried. They were healthy. And I thought, wow, that's how we're supposed to live. We're not supposed to worry about anything. We're not supposed to have fear. We're not supposed to have doubt. We're not supposed to be lonely and sad and upset or Worried about what we're going to wear, what we're going to eat. In the Bible, it says that I never hear the Bible people talk about it. Uh, take no thoughts about what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, where you're going to sleep, and who's going to be your friend, and where you live. You're not supposed to take any thoughts, thoughts at all about any of those things. Because it says, consider the flowers, consider the birds and the bees. They, they don't work. They don't get up in the morning wondering, you know, uh, what's for breakfast? My welfare check didn't come in on time. <laughs> Am I going to get a raise at work or my job? And just They don't think about those things at all. And yet he says that he take care of them. And we are better than they are. Why do we think he will treat us less than he would the animals, you know, the birds and the bees? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought about that? Yes, and what did you come up with when you think about that do you wonder how come i worry and the animals don't have to worry yes every time i i mean i've always grew up with like animals in my house and i think wow life seems 
like it can just be so simple and yeah it doesn't have to be so complicated they, it seems like they just live like intuitively and and have you started living that way i've i've been actually yeah i think i've been i've been trying you're not sure uh i don't think so i don't i can't hear you um i'm, oh. I'm not sure oh okay you I can do that how old are you i'm 21 Amazing. This is your first time here? Yes. Well, welcome. What's your first name? Ariana. Ario? Ariana. Ariana. Welcome. How did you hear about us? Um, YouTube. Right yeah. on. YouTube. Um, it can totally be that way. Take it from me. I've been, ever since I woke up 30 years ago, I've been learning more and watching and observing and letting go. It's amazing what happened. He will take care of you. Don't compare yourself to anyone. Do not want to be like anyone. Don't want to live where everybody's living. No hate, just love. It'll be amazing. Have you dealt with your mother yet? Um, in the process of dealing with my mother, yes. But I haven't told her straight up, I forgive you yet. What process are you in? Um, you trying to tiptoe up on her? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, yeah, a hard um, relationship, but... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I'm going through it. It's hard to go straight to her and tell her. Yeah. Why? I guess I'm I'm scared of what you know she'll say she'll say back. What do you think she'll say? Oh. <laughs> you know what? That's a good question. Maybe it's based in a senseless fear. So I think I'll well, just it's do based it. on the way she raised you and her, her attitude in raising you. That's what put the fear there. It caused you to resent her. And you don't know how you're thinking that you're not going to be able to deal with her reaction this time, whether she cry, yell, scream, or, or whatever, right? But is it, does it seem normal that you're afraid to go to mama and say, I'm sorry for resenting you? You're not going there to attack. You're going to forgive and show love. Right. Isn't it odd being an adult woman that you're afraid to deal with mama? Yeah. Which is easier to deal with men or to deal with mama? Boyfriends? Have you ever had a boyfriend? Yes. Which was easier, the boyfriend or mama? Ooh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know how to answer that question. It's hard to deal with boyfriends too? Yeah. It is? I mean... But normally, women wrap men around their fingers. And tell them how the cow ate the cabbage. <laughs> you afraid to deal with guys? Um, I don't know. I'm... I don't know how to answer it. Oh, you don't know how to answer that? No. Oh, okay. But I recommend you go to your mother and just say, Hey, I'm sorry for resenting you. Uh, and God will forgive you. Don't ask for forgiveness. And if she say, forgive me for what? Just mm -hmm. because you're so mean. <laughs> <laughs> you ran oh, my dear. daddy off. You ran the dog off. Oh, you, ran, you made the grass die. <laughs> <laughs> you killed a paint on the house. <laughs> Tell her why. But yeah. for, and whatever she does, just look at her like you're looking at a movie, right? When she start acting out, act as though you're looking at a movie. Smoke a joint and watch it. <laughs> no, don't smoke a joint. No. <laughs> but it'll be the last time you will ever be afraid of anything or anybody. It really will. That fear will be taken away from you. 
And you'll deal with all people the same, with perfect love. You'll be honest, you'll speak up, but you won't hate. So you always have perfect peace. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it's amazing. So the only thing that's holding you back is that you haven't gone and dealt with her. Got it. So there is no uh, preparing for it. The moment you see you resent her, straight away you need to go and forgive. There's nothing else to do, really. And you're not going to get the courage until you face her. It'll come while you're facing her. But you're going to be shaking in your boots otherwise. But after that, you will never shake again. And you start speaking up for yourself. The guys won't take advantage of you or any of that stuff. Have they taken advantage of you? Um, I don't, I don't. You seem nice. Are you nice? I try to be, I try to be. Why do you try to be nice? I mean, that's a good question. I, I guess I am, I am. And why are you nice? I want to be a a virtuous, good person. They can't hear you way over there. I want to be a virtuous and good, good person. A what? A good person. By being nice? Yes. That doesn't mm-hmm. work. That doesn't make you virtuous. That makes you weak and people take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be a judgmental person. You don't want to hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because people walk all over you if you're nice. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Well, I thought to me nice mean, means to not judge. No, That's nice I means to be weak. You okay. want to go along just to get along. If you believe that if you're nice to the people, they'll be nice back. It doesn't work that way. They'll be saying, oh, she's nice. I got a plan for her. But if you speak up and don't hate, then you're being right. That's what you want to be, a daughter of God. Okay. Long Thank you, you. You don't have to agree with wrongdoing, but just don't hate it. That makes sense? Yes. Are you nervous? Did you bring her? That's your boyfriend? Friend. But not boy. <laughs> Man. Not boyfriend. That's your boyfriend? No. I'm sorry? No. Oh. Uh, you like him? Yeah. Want me to talk to him for you? <laughs> <laughs> any question about anything? Um anything you disagree with or anything? No. Oh. No, I, I agree with everything oh, okay. you're saying. Thank when something you. come up, let me know. Okay. All right. And this is your first time here, too? Yes. What's your name? Alexander. Alexander, welcome, man. Thank you. And uh, you like her? Yes. You want to date her? Um, I, I don't know if that's going to be possible. You want me to in talk to her for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you already did. You did a great job. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, any yeah. questions about anything? No. Uh, how's just your life going? Very well. Yeah, you done with your mother? Uh, yes. Like, oh, let me ask. Transformed. Let me, let me ask. Did you go and deal with your father? T- not yet. Oh yes, I have. Oh, you you did it already? Yes. Oh, let me just ask, and then I'll come up. How did that go when you dealt with your father? Um, it felt like there was a weight lifted off the relationship. It felt like our communication was more clear and less, um, like. It was less awkward. Like there's, it was just free flowing and yeah, and yeah. There, it's. I feel right like it's on. back. When you go to fly like a bird, when you deal with your mama, and if she dies, let's say she, you tell her that she just fall out and die, 
go in the kitchen, look right next to the sink on the left, in a drawer, that an insurance paper. <laughs> and have a cheap funeral and live off the rest of the money. All right? All right. Okay, and donate some of it to Bond to help out. <laughs> to help out building. <laughs> All right. So, you dealt with your mother? Yes. How did that go? Um, I mean, similar to what I think a lot of people experienced, like an initial, well, what, am, what do you have to forgive for? And it took uh, like t- almost three years to like really get my case set up because my dad's a lawyer as well. And um, uh, it's, been, it's been quite the journey um, without um, the entire series of people I found influencing me on YouTube. Right. Um, you were honestly the, the pinnacle, like the, the final word that brought me to the word. Right on. And um, that completed a cycle and, and gave me an environment and a life that I feel is moving independently and with, with love. And, amazing. Yeah. That's amazing, really thankful. man. Thank you, yeah. Um, how old are you? 23. Right on. It's so nice to see you guys waking up at such an early age, man. You're going to save the world because the world has demoralized the young people. They really have. I mean, it's just been horrible what has happened. Um, any questions about anything? No. Oh, okay. Right there. Way in the back there. I uh, was watching this video with um, George Putman. And George is, a, well, he's dead now, but he was a... Um, um, he was a newscaster at one point, and then he became a radio talk show host. Conservative guy, outspoken, just, he and I became friends, and I really learned a lot from him. And George was not afraid of women at all. He was from the old school, right? If he saw, we would speak at these different engagements together, and women his age would come up to speak, and they would be like really fine. You know what a fine woman is? <laughs> Don't be scared. A fine woman, one that attracted in good shape and all right. And so George would introduce the woman, and he would introduce her to the audience, and then he would say, come on down. And then uh, while she's coming down to speak, he was like, look at her. She's so fine. I know I'm not so, he's an old man, right? Look at her. She's just, I would, lo- uh, I would love to take her home, but I got a wife. <laughs> but he didn't have that. He was from the old school, and he would compliment women when they were beautiful and whatever it was. But men today are afraid to do that because it's called sexual harassment. It's unfortunate that they have done that to you, to compliment one another, you know, and be free. But George did not have that fear. But he made this video. Um, I don't know. A lot of you might not remember, but I remember when they first started introducing pornography in magazines and things like that. And they used to sell them on the uh, magazine stands and the liquor stores. And George fought against that. He wanted a man to fight against that. And he talked in this video about how they were trying to stop it because when young men and women look at that stuff, it seduces you. You don't realize it. And it makes wrong way of doing sex thing. It make it the right way is look wrong and it draws you in. And George was like, the more you do it, the more you want to do it. One thing leads to another. It seduces you. And he said in this video, eventually you go from one thing to another. He said, eventually we're going to have homosexuality in the open if, they, uh, if you allow this pornography and stuff happening. And then he says, they're going to go from that to uh, bestiality and just leave from one thing to another. 
And he really fought to keep it from being so public like that, being open. And now it's all over everywhere. And so many young men are just stuck into that. It's on your cell phone. And you know, you, I've been hearing from young guys, you can get it on your cell phone. Isn't that awful? That should not be on a cell phone. How many guys knew you could get it on the cell? <laughs> See, yeah, I told you. <laughs> you think they're looking at uh, 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 whatever. They're looking at sex on the cell. Did you ladies know that too? Yes. yes. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> oh, they are? <laughs> it's seducing you and you don't realize it. Really, the more you watch it, the more you get into it, the worse you become with it. I would encourage you to get away from that stuff. Because all they're doing is making money off you. It's for the money. It's not because they love you or think, oh, we should be free, right? They're just taking advantage of you. They're seducing you. So be aware of that stuff so that you can overcome it. Yes, sir? Again, who is this person that you just mentioned that brought this issue up? I'm sorry? Who is this person? That George Putman. George Putman, what yeah. year was this that he brought it up? Um, when was it? I think it was in the 60s. Yeah, they started fighting against it early in the 60s. Uh, Jerry Falwell and all those guys fought against that, too, when it first started coming out in the public. But you don't hear adults fighting against it anymore. No. Yeah. It look at Look, how, do they, how can they find it? Is that possible? Um, they can find it. You talked about it back in 2008, and that's on the front of the Okay, look at rebuildingaman.com channel. It's up there. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I see the common thread as that fear causes insecurity, and they're just trying to make us all slaves. Yes. And debt slaves is what college creates. And what Christopher said about owning his own business means he doesn't owe anybody for his success. And that's true freedom. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The white people played a trick on the blacks. Mm -hmm. The white people send all their kids to college, right? The kids seem so smart. It looked like they were making buku money. And because the blacks hate the whites, they start, oh, I'm going to send my kids to school. And now the black kids are going to school, and they're coming out the same way, dumb, with no money, in debt, and everything, because you become like what you hate. The simple way is always the easy way. The simple way is the easy way. All right? Keep it simple. Everything, keep it simple. I was, uh, I don't know if you guys was here last Sunday, but there was a young man here and he was a bodybuilder, a weight teacher. What, what do you call those people? Trainer. Trainer. And he said in church, uh, he would train me at no cost, right? And so I went and trained with him on Friday. He wore me down. <laughs> but he asked me to write down everything that I eat. He said, I want you to write down everything. When we meet it again, I want to know, right? And so I started writing down on Friday. And I'm like, Wow. Some of this stuff was so bad, I didn't want to write it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not writing this. <laughs> I was embarrassed to tell him, to let him read it. And I had no idea that I was eating in that way. I thought I was eating fine, but I'm not. You know, one day I wrote down, um, let's see, I wrote, uh, what do you call those hard chips things? No, uh, James, you know that stuff I like with it? Nachos. nachos. I had nachos for dinner. And on the nachos, man, I didn't want to write this down. <laughs> it had black beans and the other beans. Sour, yeah, pinto. 
sour cream on it, bell peppers, hot chili peppers, and then I put hot sauce on it. I'm like, what the? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not telling him this. <laughs> and then it's so heavy on your stomach, you can hardly move. It feels like soul food, right? <laughs> and then one day I had Starbucks coffee and one of the little healthy bar things. I had to write it. But what, the point I realized about that, I couldn't see how I was eating until I wrote it down. And now I've written it down, I can see how awful it is. I want to change it now. Because when I was doing it, it didn't seem that bad. I saw Esteban eat that way, and <laughs> I figured, and James eat that way. <laughs> so I figured I might as well do it too. It doesn't work. If you want to see what you eat, write it down. Right as soon as you finish, write it down, you're going to see. This is garbage. It really is garbage. No wonder we all so fat, at least me. But anyway, uh, so Elijah come and die. How many people know about that? <laughs> do, you know who he, do you know who he was? No. Uh, do you know? You don't know. Who know? You know, Joe? Uh, little. And who was Elijah Cummins? I just know he had that video that we always play. Oh. <laughs> I don't know it, much about him. Though. Mary, you know anything about him? Uh, yeah. You're from the old school with me. Where, who was Elijah Cummins? Well, he he walked in the march um, with Martin Luther King or something. And then he became a congressperson. Very corrupt from Baltimore. He was on the oversight committee and he hated our great president. And he black. And he black. (laughs) (laughs) How did you feel when you heard that he had died? Well, he got what he deserved. I mean, you know, it's like he got what he deserved. What do you mean? Everybody's going to die, so he died. And And everybody's going to die? Particularly, you we die? all feel that we are in that path. Uh, but um, he 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 was so so awful, and he really just he couldn't get any worse. But you're talking bad about the dead. I'm not talking bad about the dead. You dead is dead. Lie. Let's put the, let's put it this way: dead is dead. I rest my case. Okay. <laughs> Are you familiar with him? This young, the guy with the gray shirt in the middle. Right here. Yes. You. Yes. You, you don't know who he is? No. You never heard of him? No. No? So you don't pay attention to politics? No. Oh, okay. Hey, why not? Because I'm like the birds and bees. Oh, you don't care? You don't care? This is your first time here? Yes. Oh. The only reason I'm here is for my son. Oh, that's your son. Oh, yeah, you guys look alike. Yep. When I was in a fallen state, I couldn't tell that white people looked alike. They just all look white to me. But I can see the difference now. And so, <laughs> 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 but, uh, so let me ask, so your son brought you here? Yes. Are you nervous? No. Oh, huh? why did he bring you here? Because he wanted to, he wanted to come here, so I came for him. What did he say? I came to California for him. Oh, you did? Yeah. That's amazing. And when he asked you to come, what did he say? 
he said he wanted to go see the church that uh, he sees on uh, YouTube, I guess. Had you heard about us at all? Only from him oh, uh, in our house. What's your impression? Excuse me? What's your impression of what, what he told you? Uh, you could speak a lot, a lot of, here. A lot of it made sense. Uh, some of it I disagree with. Like what? One thing you disagree with? Well, you started off this morning talking about the birds and the bees and how everybody could be like that. But we have a government. We've got to pay taxes. They don't. Who don't have the birds and the bees? Birds and the bees don't pay taxes. And you they're know free. why they don't pay? Because they're free. <laughs> right. Believe me, if we were free, we wouldn't have to pay either. Because we would I completely vote them agree with out that. if they try to take our money. But they have enslaved us, and that's why they can take our money. Yes. That makes sense? I agree with that. Yeah. So anything else you disagree with? Because you agree with me on that, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. If we were free, we would not be paying taxes. Yes. So we need to come back to freedom so we can take back our government. The other thing I disagree with is uh, the one lady said being nice. You think you should be? When I go through life, I try to be nice, too. But once somebody starts to cross me, I flip the switch and go to not to let them try to overpower me. Oh, yeah. Beta! Yeah. <laughs> you can well, be nice. You're nice. <laughs> As Joel would say. <laughs> I haven't flipped the switch yet. <laughs> Believe me. Nice. I, at one time in life, when I was in that fallen state, when I was a beta male, I was nice, and the women would walk all over me. Have you noticed the women walking all over you because you're so nice? No. You haven't noticed your son going, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody lying. <laughs> I don't have women. I have a wife. But before you got the wife, you noticed how the women walked all over you before you, when no. you were nice? They never walked over me. How about your wife? She I ran from her. Your, your wife pushed you around? My wife is a good wife, yes. Uh-oh. No wonder you brought him. <laughs> do, she do is. You, does she listen to you? She listens to me. All the time? The son is like, Not what? all the time. Your wife listens to you? No, the, the reason she's good is because... When I was younger, I was wild and crazy, and she uh, straightened me out. A woman straightened you out? Yeah. That's why she controls you? Yeah. She owns you? <laughs> she does. <laughs> <laughs> she controls you, huh? Because you're nice, right? No, not all the time. <laughs> what would happen if you stood up to her without anger? What would happen? I'd have to see. <laughs> you have to see? Yeah. Are you afraid to see? No. Are you going to, would you do me a favor and stand up to her? Sure. You will? For what, though? Why are you sweating now? <laughs> you like sweating now. But uh, your wife okay. needs you to lead her, not be led by her. Okay. We kind of have a mutual agreement. Uh, no like, such thing. Yeah. It's working. No, only because you're not standing up. So it's not working. 
When we have to talk about something serious, we sit down and we mutually talk about it. What are you thinking about this? Uh, what do I think about it? Yeah. Uh, well, I think he should be the head of his wife, and I've, I've told him that. And then, because men think more logically, so yeah. he'll be able to guide her with the light. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I think. All right. Uh, so, is his wife your mother? Yes. Oh, okay. So, your son is telling you you need to stand up to mama. What do you think about that? Uh, that's his personal opinion, and he got it from you, so. Oh. <laughs> so, you don't think. I guess, I guess it's a good thing. I'm sorry? I guess it's a good thing. But, You're not uh, sure? I've been married for 36 years. We've gone through a lot of discussions. Uh, you have good times and bad times in life, and we, we just work, we work through each event along the way. Why do you think, is, beside me telling your son, why do you think he is saying you need to stand up to your wife? I do stand up to her for certain things where I believe I'm right and she's wrong. And what happens when you stand up? She, I'm trying to think of different things. Uh, you know, eventually she might, she gets quiet, and then she comes back and says, "Yeah, I, I agree with you. You're you're correct. You're right." Amazing. Have you dealt with your mother yet? My mother died 30 years ago. Oh, and before she died, did you forgive her for what she did to you to weaken you like this? No, she, she never weakened me. She was strong. She was strong? Yeah. Anytime a man say that a woman is strong, he's been weakened. <laughs> Do you think women are stronger than men? No, but for, for a mother, she was strong. But In what way? It didn't. She tried to lead me in the right direction. And why did she try to do that? Because that's, that's how it was back then. Who was your father? Why your father didn't lead you? My father died 20 years ago. He died, I mean, when you were a little kid or something? No. But while no. growing up, why didn't he lead you? Why did he lead, why, lead Why didn't he lead you instead of your mother? Because he was working a lot. And when he came home, he was heavily into sports. And we, growing up, we played basketball a lot and baseball. And he, he was so into that. He was a good family man. Uh, but, but then he would go off and work, and then the, my mother would be the the one that brought us up. Did you think your father loved you while growing up? Yes. You knew he loved you? Yes. Did he know you knew that? That's one thing I wish I could have told him. And, and why didn't you? I did at times, but not... Real deeply. And why not? Never thought about it back then. Uh, did you give him a hard time at times? Yes. And why? Because I was young and stupid, and I always thought I was right. 
Well, what made you think that he was wrong? Because he was older. <laughs> because, I don't know. Yeah. Did you old. know you thought about your father the way your mother did? I, I don't know. Your mother influenced you. You don't realize it. And she made you think, oh, he doesn't love you. He's always at work. He's always doing this. He doesn't have time for you. And you start seeing him the way she did. And now you're married to your mother. You're going through the same thing your father went through. You could be right. See? Aren't you glad you came? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> How old are you? 60. I'll be 64 tomorrow. Tomorrow, right on. Uh, does it make sense that you identify with your mother and turn against your father? Because it sounds like know. your father did what a man's supposed to be doing. And that's why he had the wife at home, so she could watch over you but not turn you against him. And she played victim. Yeah, I understand. I don't know. You really got my mind spinning now because <laughs> I never really thought about all this. That's what your son been trying to tell you, but you yeah. thought he was just getting it from me. Yeah. Well, you know how it is. You're still working, you know, every 40 hours a week, 60 hours a week. You are? Yeah. And, uh, you know, paying bills and taxes. Which the birds don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, well, pretty, I guess everyone here is young, but I'll be free pretty soon when I retire. Yeah. I'll be like one of those birds. That's right. But in, uh, if you deal with your, if you forgive your mother for turning against your father, even though she's dead, she couldn't help it, then your relationship would change with your wife, the role would will become God in Christ, Christ is a man, man over woman, a woman over children. And and then uh, you'll feel better. Your wife will fight you for the next 50 years. Then you'll die, but you'll die happy. Because she's not going to want to give up that power she has over you. You're married to your mama. That's why your okay. son uh, is having an issue right now, standing up, because he didn't have a father to watch standing up and dealing with stuff. Can't you see? He, yeah. he seemed insecure, too. Do you see that in him? He's probably more secure than me. He's more insecure than you? No, more secure. More secure. No, he's... Because he's waking up, but you have not... Until now, you were not waking up because you hadn't thought about these things. Why would I have to think about them if I'm living a very happy life right now? You're, not, you're not supposed to be living a happy life. You're supposed to have a peaceful life. Peaceful. Happiness come and go. Peace lasts forever. To me, happy and peaceful is the same thing. No. Peace, uh, happiness is based on outer things, people, places, and things. How much money you have, how your woman treats you, where you live, and the type of job. But peace only comes from God. No one or no thing can give you peace. And it comes from within. And the world around you can't interrupt or interfere with that or change it at all. Nothing that happens out here can change your peace. But it can change your happiness.
It's a fake peace. It's not real. What do you think about that? I think when when I'm at when I'm at peace, I'm happy. But you're not at peace. You always live all happiness. You're not going to be at peace until you overcome your you know your mama. Because once you get peace, then and return to your father for men and women. Uh, once you get peace, you're just always peaceful, no matter what's happening. Even if your wife would threaten to leave, it would be like, okay, bye. I'm taking your name off the bait. <laughs> it wouldn't bother you. That's something to think about. Yeah. Any questions about any of that? Anything you disagree with what we've talked about? Anything at all? No. I think I said enough. You think you said enough? I do too. I'm going to call your wife and tell her what you said. <laughs> you said enough. <laughs> now, so do you disagree with me about any of the things we just discussed? Yes. You do? Yes. Like what? Forgiving my mother. You don't think you need to forgive her? No, she did her best. Right, that's why you need to forgive her, because she did her best. But why should I forgive her? So you can overcome her and return to your father. So you can be born again. Sorry, I'm confused with that one. Because right. What's she, smoke on it? She was such a good she was such a good person. Okay? No, per, no person is good. Uh-huh. You were like, what the <laughs> who, who is this man? <laughs> and you ever say, What the We know the rest. No, no person is no person is good. No human being is good. Believe me. Well, I, I just, you don't know my mother. Oh yes, I know your mama. <laughs> no, even God said no human being is good. Is he lying? He didn't know your mama. <laughs> Some people consider my mother a saint. Yeah, because they didn't know her. She put on an act in the public. It wasn't. It, it wasn't an act with her. No human being is good. Me or nobody. If you really are, you good. No. So if you if your mother was so good, why aren't you good? You just like her. I had a father, too. What did that mean? I had a father. What does that mean? I didn't say he was good. Your father was not good? No. What did he do that was not good? That made you think he was not good. Man, this is so good. Speaking of good, what did your father do that that made you think that he was no good? I didn't like certain things he he did growing up. Uh, I'm sorry? He drank a little too much, and that caused problems in the family, which it always does. Uh, but my mother, my mother never drank. She never cursed. Matter of fact, she never 
she she was Catholic. Uh, went to church on every Sunday, and me and my little brother, if we if we snuck out of the church, she'd take us in a room and and talk to us, and then make us go to the next mass. Uh, what a mess! <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah, call that good? She tried to bring us up the old-fashioned way. Right. And your father drank, so that made him no good? To me, I didn't, of course, I didn't like when he did those things. Why not? Because it caused stress in the house and problems. It caused stress for you? Yes, and my mother. It caused stress for your mother? Yes. And then that caused stress for you? Yes, of course. So when your mother was stressed out, you were stressed? Yes. And that makes sense to you? It, it was between your mother and him and not you. He didn't do it when he was drinking. He didn't, he didn't do anything to you. He did it to the mother. They did two adults not getting along, but you're feeling your mama's pain. And you think that's normal? Unfortunately... That's the way it is in life sometimes. Yeah, it is. That's the way it is, but that's not the way it should be. I completely agree with that. Yeah. So that's no reason for you to resent your father. That was between his mother, your mother and him, not you. And he was drinking because he didn't know how to deal with with her. you got to remember one thing. This is something that happened over 50, 50 years ago. Uh, and when you're young, you think differently. Right, you're right, absolutely. Uh, you know. But now you're older, you gotta re- your mind has to be renewed because your, your son is suffering because you don't understand what happened to you. That could be, that's, that's a correct statement. Yeah. Uh-huh, so now you don't disagree with anything, right? Even the birds and the bees. And the the taxes. And taxes, yeah. So what do you say about all this? What's your first name? Richie. Uh, Give me the mic. What do you think about the conversation your father and I just had? He's sweating, Uh, too, under the I'm glad it happened. I'm sorry? I'm glad the conversation happened. And and why? Uh, So that hopefully it'll be revealed to him. Not by by you, because you can't convince him. Right. Because I've told him, and he's... A hundred times, and then I can't. I realize that I can't convince him. Right. I just have to let him. Let him see for himself. Yeah. Um, what has it been? How old are you now? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah, I'll be thirty on the twenty ninth. Really, you look young, man. You look younger than that. Um, this your first time here? Yes. Oh, welcome, man. Yeah. And how has it been for you before you start waking up? How, what was it like for you with your father, your mother? What was your life like? At home. Period. Your life. Period. Well, at home and growing up and everything. In New York, when, when we used to live there, things were really good. And then when we moved to Alabama, um, I think that's when things went downhill. In what way? Uh, just like, you know, fighting and stuff. And Your mother and your father? Uh, me and him. Oh, you and your father? Yeah. What would you fight about? I don't even remember now. It's been yeah. so long. But uh, Have you forgiven him now? Uh, I didn't think that I was ready, but I did it 
I went to him anyways and my mother because you said we're not promised tomorrow. Right. And uh, so I did it, but I, I'm still resenting them, so I, it doesn't seem like I let go of it. You still resent your father or yeah. both of them? Did you say I'm, I'm resenting him or them? What did you say? Them. Them, both father and mother. And why do you resent, resent them now? Uh, just choices that they've made, like raising me, I guess. Of what? Just choices that they've made. They made them for you or for themselves? Uh, for me. Oh, for you? Yes. Oh, like what, for example, if you could say? Uh, I guess, like... Pills, like, you know, first started with ADHD medicine and then antidepressants and sleeping medication. And that, the antidepressants I know screwed, screwed with my mind. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And so you resent them for giving you all those pills. Yes. Amazing. We didn't give it to them. The but, doctor did, though. But I understand that. You were, didn't give it to them, but the doctor. But you let the doctor do it. I know. Did the doctor just come over and say, here's some pills for your boy? <laughs> Why did you let the doctor do it? When you're growing up in life and you get married and you have kids, you, you trust the doctors to make the best decision for your kids. How is the doctor going? Some of those decisions, I agree with you. I, I fought them, actually. And they said, well, it's either this or this is going to happen to them. And, you know, you try to make, it, you try to make an educated decision, and you don't find out until after... 20-something years later, that it was wrong. Yeah. What was he doing that made you think, I mean, believe the doctor that it required pills, antidepressant pills and all that? Well, like he said, uh, I believe he had a problem when he moved to, from New York to Alabama. This is because of my job. Uh, and... To keep the family going and support the family, we, we made that move, and we wanted to move to the south too because it was going to be. We thought it'd be a change, and the warmer weather. We're getting, right. But, but uh, at first, they had a. They really enjoyed it, and then going into the, the, you know going up through school and trying to adjust with uh, the students. In this, in these schools. He was in a public school. Yes. Oh man, was it black? Uh, mix, mix. Mexicans. Mix. It was mix. It was mix. It was Mexicans. Blacks and Mexicans there. Yes. It was all mixed. No wonder you need some pills. I mean, there's more to it than that. I won't say everything, but it's that's yeah. But what he really needed was you. It didn't matter that you moved to Alabama. Yeah. It didn't matter what school. Is he needed his father's love. That's I, what he needed. I agree with that, but or felt. So you did to your son the same thing your father did. Just went to work, provided, put him in a safe area, but you went there for him spiritually. There's, there's one thing that was left out, and it's probably a good thing for well, your younger people. Uh, when you're raising kids and they're going to school, they hide things from you. They don't tell you what's going on in school. We, we, I didn't know about, I didn't know about bullies, and you know, my, my son being picked on by bullies, and 
because he was from the north and right uh he came home he just he, he held it all inside so i thought things were just everything was fine you know you didn't tell him uh no why not because I, I didn't think i could talk to them you didn't think you could talk to him well, there was embarrassment too yeah that's the problem he still wasn't close enough to you to tell you about it when I would, when bad kids would pick on me at school, I would come home and I would tell my grandmother, that boy hit me. She like, he did? Yeah. I'm all crying. She like, if you don't hit him back, you going to deal with me. I'm going to hit you. And that alone made me take care of the bully. Well, that's what my mom said. She said hit him back. So. Yeah, why didn't you hit him back? Uh, I did, but then when there's three huge people kicking oh, yeah. you and stuff, like, it's... Yeah. He needed you for that. One of the things. And believe me, I wish I knew about it. Yeah. I would have been at that school. And but let me just say, because I got you, you got to forgive your parents. They couldn't help it, yeah. really. And how are you doing now? Are you still on the pills and things? No, no, no. That's, you are nothing? I, I've been off of them for You live on your own? No. Who you live? I, I live with them. You still live with your parents? Yes. And why Beta. is that? <laughs> uh, how old are you? 20? Did you say you about to be 30? 29. 29. Uh, oh, 29. Do you guys live out here now? No, Alabama still. So you came to Alabama to the meeting? I mean, I'm probably here for something else, but you always, what part of Alabama? Uh, Birmingham. Really? You're my neighbor. Yeah. That's amazing. It is amazing. Well, a lot of it has to do with my health, like, uh, but can can you be uh, physically healed or only mentally healed because you could be both if both. you have if you overcome that anger all things are possible okay really it's so amazing man because I, I hit my head like 10 years ago right when I, on a shroom trip and then after that day like everything changed and, in, in what way uh crazy anxiety like just weird stuff and so are you still having problems with that yes oh i see uh, so you don't work on anything? No. They, to, they have to take care of you the rest of your life? Uh, no. I hope not. No. Oh, okay. Um, uh, we'll talk some more later. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk to you in private. We'll see what we can do. All right. There has to be a way. But yes, once you forgive them, then you, your whole mind, body, and soul can heal. Believe me. It, it's so amazing how that is, but it will. But you've got to forgive them. Just realized they couldn't help it. I can tell your father is really sorry about what he's done by not being there, so he can't help it. And when Satan tells you, when you still see them acting weak and not doing what they should be doing, and Satan's going to say, look, they have not changed, right? Don't pay attention to thoughts at all. And don't believe any thought because God has forgiven you when you forgave them. But now you just always doubt every thought. Your father wouldn't be here if he didn't wasn't sorry for what he did. That's why he's here. He wouldn't have gone under all that pressure right now. You know, and now you got to go home and stand up to his wife. <laughs> he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I ain't that brave. <laughs> but you got to deal with it though, so you could get better too. I'm glad you too. I'm glad you're here. Bypass surgery, and uh, just—you almost died. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you pass out? 
No, I didn't. I didn't pass out. You didn't see the light and all that. No, 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 no. You didn't go down the tunnel. <laughs> I went down the tunnel <laughs> in the hospital. Yeah. And I saw a bunch of lights, but yeah. So I'm. <laughs> well, I'm glad no, you okay, man. I'm very, I'm very happy and lucky to be here. Right on. All right. And this is very interesting. Uh, you liking it already, huh? Sure, it's something new. Yeah. And now you have something, to, at least something to think about, right? Correct. You would never see your wife the same again after today. You're going to be trying to be nice, but you have to be honest now. I agree. See that? It's, always, right. it's good to be. I wish I could have done my 36 years over, years of marriage over. Yes. And along the way been more. Honest and straightforward. Right and, on. Uh, but that's, that's you know, that's what happens in life. You just, you know, you go day to day. It's kids and school and work and be money and bills. And, we have not been, we didn't have perfect parents. And the churches don't tell us, so it sh- that's not the way it should be happening. All of us have gone through that because that way happened. It should not, it's not the right way. That's why the men have to return to God so that they can lead the way for the women and children. Okay, thank you. All right, man. We'll talk some more. All right. Uh, amazing. Isn't that amazing? Uh, so Elijah Cummins died, right? And he was a congressman from Baltimore with the worst neighborhood other than the Wicked Witch of the West, Maxine Waters. He, uh, he was a liberal supposed to be a civil rights leader but he wasn't and so when he died I was surprised he died though because he and Trump were just fighting and it didn't look like he was going to die so I woke up the next morning I read that he had died and I'm thinking what he did he did and I'm trying to figure out which one is his I'm thinking he's someone else right and so I figured out he was Cummins and I'm listening to all these nice things. Even the president sent out a condolence or something like that, right? What did the president say? He sent out a nice nice tweet and um, said something along those lines. Some of it wasn't true, I don't think. No. But, yeah, it was very nice. And so on my show the next morning, I'm like, let me be honest. This man was a nasty, evil, dirty man. He was not what they're telling you about it. And his neighborhood, he's been over that neighborhood for years, and it's just worse. And it it was just recently pointed out how bad it is, right? And that he uh, hated the president. He was for controlling the people. He pretended to be a civil rights leader when he never lived on a plantation or anything. I don't even think he even lived in the South. But all of a sudden, he is a civil rights leader. And so I'm thinking... This man was no good. He's not what they're pretending he is. And it's just another example of when someone die, everybody, not everybody, most of you feel like you got to lie about the person when they die. And they're like, oh, be kind to the dead. I'm like, uh-uh. Satan's son is dead. He dead. <laughs> and, and it's okay to tell the truth about that. Why lie just because someone de- uh, died? You know what I'm saying? I remember when in that movie, The Yellow Brick Road, when the Wicked Witch of the West died, they were like celebrating. The witch is dead. The witch is dead. Remember that? (laughs) (laughs) 
And so when coming down, I'm like, the witch is dead. And because what it does, it gives a false sense. And young people hearing this stuff, they're not going to see the right way to deal with life. I remember somebody died in the Bible, and uh, and they wanted the family, and somebody wanted Christ to come back and help with the funeral or something like that. You remember that? And Christ said, I ain't going back there. Let the dead bury the dead. Who remember that? Is that in the Bible? Oh, yeah. Is that in the Bible? Uh, Let the dead bury the dead? Yeah, that's in the Bible. Do Definitely. you know what that meant? Uh, they're not alive, so, you know, they can't do anything. So who, are the, who are the dead that's going to bury the dead? Who are the dead that's going well, to bury the dead? When he said, let the dead bury the dead, what does that mean? Continue on with God's will in, in your life and don't look in the past anymore? Or? I'm not no, quite sure. Man. Yeah. <laughs> let me ask this, Yolanda. You know, you heard that. You read that in the Bible, right? Yeah. And what does it mean? Um, what I understood in, in that context when it was being spoken was, um, whoever wasn't going to follow him was going to go back. Like, they were already dead, and they weren't going to follow him. So let them stay behind and bury the dead. Because he had questioned, like, oh, shouldn't I go back and bury the dead? And he's like, you're going to choose them over me? Like, so Very that's what I understood. And just to add to that, you gotta, when you wake up, you're going to see that the world is dead. Their eyes are opening, they're functioning, look like. But really, they are dead. Satan is their daddy, and they are dead. They can't see what they're doing. They have no love. They are bite-biting each other. and trying to, It's just a war there in the world. And you're going to be in it but not of it when you wake up. And you're going to notice that all kind of wicked things are happening because these people are dead. And so Christ was saying, let the world bury their own. They are dead anyway. Their eyes are open, but they're dead. And so, but for the children of God, you're going to wake up. And when you wake up, it's going to be different. You're not of the dead. When you're asleep, you're dead. You can't really see what's going on. And a perfect example of that, I was talking to this young man. He didn't really see all this stuff that was really going on. Now he's waking up, he'll start to see it. When you're not awake, you're dead. You're dying. And if you notice, everything you do leads to your destruction. You make the wrong decisions. You waste your money. You pay high taxes. You let other people control you. You're not in control of anything. You're scared. You have fear. You doubt. You worry. You're dead. When you awake, you don't have any of those issues. So when Christ said, let the dead bury the dead, let the children of Satan bury the children of Satan. That's what he meant about that. And you'll see it more as you wake up. We're not supposed to be crying over Elijah coming. And we're not supposed to pretend he was a good man. Let them pretend if they want. But when they do, they say, uh-uh, that's a lie. The man, get, uh, he was over that district for years and all he did and then all he did was for himself for the most part and then now his wife is under suspicion for being a crook I don't know how to do it but it's been reported that she is no good why would we pretend Satan's children are good it's like not facing reality you gotta face reality when I wrote down all these different foods that I was eating didn't know I was eating crazy like I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to let him see this. But I have to because now I can see it. And I want it to change. Yes, Mary. Uh, you did hear that uh, 
Elijah Cummins, no good wife, is going to run for his seat. I would be surprised. I would not be surprised. But you're going to be in the world and not of it. It's going to be so amazing. All right. Any other questions about anything or any comments or anything? Okay, let me hear it. Trump tweeted, my warmest condolences to the family and many friends of Congressman Elijah Cummings. I got to see firsthand the strength, passion, and wisdom of this highly respected political leader. His work and voice on so many fronts will be very hard, if not impossible, to replace. Amazing. It should have been totally, the wicked witch is dead. The witch is dead. Now I don't have to fight with him to do right. I wonder who will take his place. Tell the truth. And it, you've been so accustomed to lying and pretending, it almost seems hard to tell the truth about that. Now that he's dead. It, in that father's day, it feels like you're being wrong. Like you need to have a certain respect for the dead. That's not true. It's really not true. Christ didn't even go back to do the funeral. He's like, no, I got to go. I got some work to do. We got to stop being, and you will, you will naturally stop. Don't worry, all right? You can't change yourself. As you're waking up, you're changing. You're becoming sons and daughters of God, and you will not think like the world. All right? Don't worry. It will happen. So let me do this right here, right here, and these two guys here. Okay. So um, yesterday night, I I called my dad um, to forgive him. Oh, you did? Yeah. Amazing. Um, So he didn't answer, but he called me back this morning, and um, we talked, and it was so amazing how, like, he, I just thought he would be, like, this mean person or, you know, just, like, I was scared but he was so sweet, and he was just like, as soon as I said what I said, he was like, I am, he's like, I'm glad you came to this realization. And, like, he's like, this is going to help you, um, you know, just live your life and not carry this with you. It's just like he understood exactly what I said. Yeah, absolutely. Fathers he, love their children. He it's just the mother made the children think that the father don't love them. Yeah. And the fathers, are, because they have not overcome their mothers, they don't know how to deal with it. But they love their children. Yeah. I mean, he was just like, I, he apologized for everything he did. And he said that um, he's, he, he's been trying to overcome. What's going on, Jay? Hermes is dealing with the homeless. The homeless? Call the police. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it was just like. It, right on. It was very easy, simple conversation. Yeah. You're on your way now. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, you got the right boo. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Finally, huh? Yeah. Right on. And it was so easy, too. It was just, I don't know. Nothing like what your mind was telling you, huh? No. <laughs> he always set you up like that. Yeah. Don't ever believe thoughts about anything. I I'm almost didn't you. even answer the phone call. Like I was just like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Satan so get involved in everything. Yeah. He, anything you got to do quickly, he'll tell you, oh, this is going to turn out wrong, this is bad, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's nothing. Don't believe anything about the thoughts, folks. Nothing. It's all lies all the time. Yes, ma'am. Well, I'm happy to hear that. I really am. As I have a comment about Elijah Cummings, and then I have just a quick story. Um, but people just 
Or I don't, I don't remember exactly what you're saying, but I just know people feel bad for him because he died. So that's why they lie. It makes themselves feel better, I think, at least. Yeah. You know? It's a false compassion. And then, um, okay, I have two quick stories, actually. I don't my, feel nothing about that man dying. Mm-hmm. He ain't my daddy. Yeah, and I always thought... How can we pretend like we hurt by people we don't even know? If, if Jojo died down the road, I don't even know it, but I hear about Jojo, oh, I'm sorry. You're not really sorry. You didn't know Jojo? <laughs> it's, a, it's a flaw. It would seem like love, right? But it's not. It really is all phony. That's why when things happen in, in the news and somebody die, everybody said, oh, my, con- what did they say? My, my, my heart, what? My condolence goes out. No, it doesn't. For those I know, yeah, if somebody died, I know, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. But if I didn't know them, I really, I have to fake it to feel like I feel something about it. I really don't. You got to, God is love and he's like straight up all the time. He doesn't fake with you. He doesn't pretend. And as his children, we got to shine some light on the world. We got to stop acting like the world. And you will naturally. It really will. Don't try to make yourself. So right now, if you're saying, oh, I'm sorry, he's dead, keep on saying it. Eventually, you won't have to say it. All right? God, is renew your mind. Go ahead. Yeah, so this is my little sister, and she's newly born again. So I taught, like, um, I started realizing. I remember her. Yeah, I started realizing my family was crazy in, like, sixth grade. And then I, <laughs> I literally took, like, a vow of silence to them. I did not talk to any of them for, like, two years until yes. I got into high school. And they would always be like, what's wrong with Marissa? What's wrong? Sorry, don't say my name, sorry. They would be like, what's wrong with her? What's wrong with her? And then they would, I wasn't really close with her yet. And then they would try to get information out of her all the time, right? And like, because they know she's the weak link. Right. And I was like, no, the weak link will break the whole thing. So I couldn't even talk to her because I was like, no, you're going to expose me. So, and then when she was born again, I I told her, I was like, you're going to start to see. I told, yeah. (laughs) I told her, I was just like, she's so close to my dad. Like we'll call her Chiclet to my dad. She was just stuck to him like a piece of gum. So I told her, I was like, now that you're born again, like you're going to see how crazy our family is. Like, you know, you be prepared. So, and then recently she's been getting arguments with my dad and my dad's like, my dad told her, she's like, you're not my sweet princess anymore. And she's like, you're not my sweet dad anymore. And then he doesn't like that. She's starting to speak up and she, he doesn't like that. She's telling the truth and being honest. He does not like it at all. So they got into an argument last night. And this morning, I told her, I was like, just let it go. You know, you right. can't force them. Right, big deal. Yeah, so she already knows. Like, she's good. But then he apologized. He actually, um, in this morning, he apologized for her. And I was like, I was like, yeah, we thought he would. Uh, well, not me. I knew he was crazy. But I told her, I was like, you thought he was so nice. Like, now you right. see the real him. So I'm just so glad that she's speaking up now, you know. So. Are you feeling better now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You forgave <laughs> your boyfriend, too? Uh, baby daddy, but yeah. I did, yeah. Baby daddy. <laughs> you, you're, not, you're not holding anything against him no, either, right? No, yeah. But no. I forgave my mom recently, so I remember at Women's Forum, I didn't know how to approach my mom either, and then you said I just had to go for it, and then I did, and it's been like a 360 turn since oh, then, yeah. so. And so what happened? You went to her, and what happened? Well, actually, because my baby's dad told her, like, he, he hasn't spoken to me in a while, so he doesn't really know me anymore, but he knows how we had a rough past, me and my mom growing up. So he was trying to tell her that I resent her and all this stuff. And he basically opened the doors for me to, because then my mom told me what he said. So I told her, 
it just God just it just came to me and then I was like and we have a good relationship now but I just spit it out and I was just like mom I forgive you for everything that because there was a lot and I just told her I forgive you for everything that ever happened and she just smiled and like her eyes got a little watery but then we just hugged and it that day I stopped, I would smoke here and there, and that I just haven't. You smoking? I, yeah, here you and there. When pot? I, yeah. Pot I know I used to, I used to, only when I didn't have my baby, but. You were smoking pot? Do you just have a baby? No, no, no. Like, it's, cause, it's because I was on morphine because I was in the hospital for two months, so I kind of turned to that to help me with my withdrawals and stuff. Because oh. I was on the machine with morphine, so it was oh, so just you all were on that. the morphine, you became addicted to that? Kind of, but once I got out of the hospital, I, I had pancreatitis, so it was just a lot of stuff, but yeah. I got off of that, but I would shake in the night a lot and stuff, so I, I turned to that because of my baby daddy, but I should not have obviously done that, but anyways, <laughs> when I forgave my mom... where did you get your pot from? Uh, baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I'm not accustomed to women smoking pot, because when I grew up, when growing up, women didn't smoke pot. I know, yeah. It I don't even amazing. know. I, I feel like a whole new person, but... That, the day that I forgave my mom is when I realized that I just, I don't know, it's just weird. I just feel happy in myself, and I don't know, but yeah. Good. Well, just stay away from anger, you'll be fine. Oh, 100%. Speak up, but don't yeah. resent. Yeah. And don't try to make them see it. They no. either see it or they're not. Yeah. Only God can make And I've been doing the silent it. prayer almost for, since the beginning. Well, I did on and off, and but then she told me, like, you have to just do it when you, once you're ready and you know that. Yeah. You know, you're going to stick to That's it. Right. So I've been doing it every morning, every night, and it's just... Amazing. <laughs> and the beauty about that, now you can be patient with your son. Oh, my gosh. So I've we... been the best mom. It's crazy. And I have him 24-7 <laughs> right now because uh, I'm trying to get sole custody of my son. So right now I'm keeping him until the court date. So right. it's, it was it was hard to, like, keep him all the time because it's hard to be a mom by yourself 24-7. But right. after, like, a week of doing silent prayer every single day, I just... I'm so patient. She sees it, too, in the car. Like, he was going crazy. He's only two, so he was going crazy. And... I was just so patient. Like, she saw, yeah. Are you going to allow him to see his father? Oh, yeah. Oh, that, I, that I had a mic back. Yeah, I just, I'm just trying to get sole custody so I make all the decisions. Oh, okay, um, but you're not going to keep him No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Just right now, though, because he's going anger management because he got physical with me, so he got arrested about a year ago on last Halloween. Right. So he's going to anger management and stuff, but he just still has anger. So it, I just think it's the best for me to keep my son right now until the court date, which is hopefully like in a week or two. Is he angry at the son or at you? I mean, he resents me for being in the hospital. And so why would you want to keep the son away if he's just angry at you and not the son? Well, just for my son's safety. But he feel about the son the same way he feel about you. I mean, the same way you feel about the son. He loves his son. No, I know. But to keep him away is hurting the son. I don't think so, though. Why not? Because he's only two, so I think he needs... He needs the father. He needs both, especially this age. And just think about it. Your, your, his father loved him. You love him. Yeah. The fight is between you and the father, not the father and the son, or you and the son. So why not let the son see his father? He well, had- only because he had threatened to keep him until there was a court date set. So I just think it was the better decision for him to stay with me until there's a court and why date that? set. Why is that? Well, we went to the police, and the police said, I went to the police, and he said, the, there's no court order, so either parent can keep the baby until there's a court date. Right. And he threatened that he's going to keep him. So I just thought it would be a better decision for me to keep him because I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I'm with him all the time. He works, so he would just be giving him to random people or random babysitters. He's not really... Well, why not work out something and say, hey, look, uh, we're going to court. We're having our issues, but it's not between you and your son. It's not between me and, and the son. So we'll, I'm at home during the day or all day, so you got to go work. 
bring him to me and I'll keep him and you can see him. We've been doing that though for the past year and then he just gets angry every time we kind of meet up or when she, because ha- there's a protective order so she has to be the one to give him to him. Right. And he just has been really angry so. Well he's just angry because he has having a war with you not oh, with no, the son. Oh no, I know. Yeah, I know. And the reason I'm t- do what you want, I'm not in the situation, but you need to make sure that you don't keep the son from the father because you guys are having your issues. You know what I'm saying? It's more because I think of son, being a mom and trying to protect him. Just because he's angry, though. But to protect he, him from, based on what you said. Yeah. But it's just that he put his hands on me, so I don't want... I don't... And I know that I'm already letting go of all my thoughts and everything. Like, this is just Satan getting my brain a little bit. Yeah. But, but it, it should be maybe just one more week. It's only been, like, three weeks, but I don't plan on keeping him from him. It's just until there's... But there's no date. real reason... Based on what you said, there's no real reason to keep the son from his father now. He needs both right now. His soul yearn for the father and the mother right now, both. Yeah. And so you need to show your son, no matter what you're thinking about the father, that he has nothing to do with this, that both of y'all love him. No, and I know that I know that he loves him and that he needs him, but it's more just of like the law, I guess, that But you said the law said you because the law is not fair to men right now at all, right? And so you said the law said your sister can take him to meet the father, right? Yeah, but So but just let that happen. And don't listen to what Satan is telling you. And your son will come through this much better. Otherwise, he's going to be traumatized with this. He really will. You won't be able to stop it because it's spirit to spirit. It's not physical. It's spiritual. And the son so needs the father, the soul of the father. But it's more, I don't know. It's more just of the... Wait, no, I I want her to tell me. Okay. Well, we, wait, I just went to the police, and in, we, I plan to go to court, so they said the dad can keep the baby for this whole month, or I can keep him until there's a court date. So either parent, because none of us have, like, the complete right. Well, you you guys need to work together with the son, though. If yeah. You, if you work together, the father will work with you. Yeah. But and he had just blackmailed me, so that's why I kind of went to... another girlfriend? Probably. I don't know. Do you He's, have another boyfriend? No, no, no. So you guys are not fighting over love? Oh, no, no, no. You want him back? Uh, no, if he finds God, maybe, but... You want him back? No. You want him back? My family, I would say, yeah. Do you want him back? <laughs> no. Do you want him back? No. <laughs> I would say, yeah, you, maybe, but he's just so evil and mean. It's just... I'll say yes. <laughs> <laughs> just be honest about it. No, yeah. Really, it'll help soothe the war that you're having. Don't be in denial. If you want it back, you want it back. You guys are just... I think I'm you, just tra- a little traumatized. Yeah. From you did it wrong by having sex before marriage. Know, yeah. You did it wrong, so all that wrong stuff is coming back on you. But at least be honest, I want this man back. And so it'll start to smooth itself, and things will get better. Yeah. Because now you're not the same person you were then. Oh, no. You have changed, so you got to start being that way. Mm-hmm. And don't pretend you don't want him back. That way you don't try to punish him with the sun. Because Satan will give you all kinds of reasons to punish oh, him. Oh, no, I know, yeah. And if the man loves his son, you need to let him see his son. Mm-hmm. And likewise, he needs to let you see the son. Mm-hmm. And you guys just fight one another. That makes sense? Yeah. And now you should stop fighting with him anyway. Let him fight. <laughs> don't you fight back. Because no, you understand yeah, he can't back. help it. Yeah, I know he can't help it. So yeah. I just have to let him find God. And find who? God. Because he doesn't, but he doesn't believe in God. Oh, okay. So, I so you just be the example then. Yeah, that's he what love I'm, his son. Yeah, no, I know. And the son love his father. Yeah. Don't traumatize your son by cutting him off from his father. Yeah. Because it's hard to get back once they get off track. Yeah. And after a while, the son won't listen to you. 
at a certain point, he's not going to listen to you. I don't care no, how holy you are or what. Yeah, I know. He needs his father. Yeah. But there's it, just going to, I mean, I, it's just, there's just trouble communicating. You what? know, there's just, we just have trouble communicating. Stop arguing so, with him. No, I don't argue with him. No, yes, you do. No, well, I, I don't talk to him. No, She's yes, the you, one you I, give him lips. <laughs> you give him attitude and everything. Well, I, I he hasn't seen me, though, since I've been reborn. So maybe that's why. Yeah. But I'm going to see him soon at court, but. What, what do you think about that with the son and the father? Me? Uh-huh. <laughs> me? <laughs> me, little old me? I have no opinion. Do you uh, think she should let him, if nothing, I mean, if he's not mean to the yeah, son, you think hurting, she should let him If he's not hurting your son physically, then I don't see a reason to keep him from him. Because that's his son, too, and not just yours. Right. And that's his father. Right? Right. <laughs> it's hard to tell her. Um, no, I just I don't know the situation. Well, so she I don't just know. told us, right? Yeah. But I guarantee just, you, if you guys stop it, fight with each other, the sun will get better. Yeah, and he's been already. Oh, sorry, he's been getting better now that he's kind of just just because I've been reborn, so I feel like I'm guiding him good. But I know that he needs his dad, so, and I I love his dad still, and I don't. I know. You just said you want him back. <laughs> And I don't want to keep him from him. It's more just of like going to so mom. So here's what you do. Here's what I, I suggest. And then do what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to the father and say, look, I wasn't right either. I'm sorry. I was wrong. See what you did wrong and admit it to the, the, the father. And then treat the father with love. Yeah. Don't go sleep with him or anything, but be oh, patient yeah. with him. Yeah. And just let God work this thing out for you. Mm-hmm. Apo- even if he doesn't apologize. For what he did. And I guarantee he will once he see a change in you because he doesn't know how to deal with women either. Mm-hmm. So just apologize for whatever you did. Your mouth, you know, going off on him and I nagging him. him. We, nagging, whatever yeah. you did. You drove in him crazy. In the past, yeah. Yeah. So when yeah, we were together. I wasn't <laughs> nagging him. When we were together, yes, but yeah. not since COVID. Apologize for the, hey, I was wrong. I realize now I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let you see your son. I'm not going to. And whatever's happened, let it happen. Yeah. That makes sense? Yes. No. I'm glad. Uh, I'm happy this happened. Because he hasn't had anyone to show him love. Yeah. No, the father has He doesn't have his dad in yeah. his life, so, and then his mom is just crazy too, but, yeah. yeah. So you understand that, so treat it with love. Yeah. And sex is not love, with the real love. No, no I know that, yeah. So will you try that? Yes. Yeah, see what happens. Yes. And then, that way the son can be with him. Yeah, and I want him to be with him, but I just think I'm just so overprotective too. But I know that. But how are you protecting him from his father, though? You, you protect yourself from the father, yeah. not the son from the father. But just the signs that I've seen in his dad, where he does angry things, and like in the situation I had. But you're to go not to... around to drive the father crazy to hit up against a wall. Yeah. He's not gonna be that with his son. Yeah. Like that. But my son had done that, and the day he came back from him, so that's why. I made the decision. I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep him. No, I didn't have any plan to keep him forever just till there's a court date. Cause yeah. I, but I know I know I shouldn't. So, yeah. But I'm happy that this happened. Yeah. That I talked, yeah. Yeah, talk to him. Because yeah. now you see things, you understand now. Yeah. You understand more than what he understand about it. Yeah. So now be an example for him. Mm-hmm. All right? Yes. All right. Oh, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right here and then here. Yeah, I just wanted to get your thoughts on, you know, kind of not speaking, you know, in regards to, like, Elijah Cummings, um, you know, basically not speaking. It's not saying anything in regards to it, 
you know, like let's say you, you hear people kind of sobbing over it and, you know, you don't want to inject interject your opinion into it. Right. Um, and, you know, you just kind of ignore it, like you're at the workplace and maybe it's not an appropriate conversation um, or you're afraid of how that might paint you, um, but not saying anything like in regards uh, to If you're at work and the people are carrying on about it, they're all crying and pretending he was so good. If you don't want to say anything, you don't have to. If you're sitting at the table having lunch with them and they're lying about him or pretending they care, right? You don't have to say anything, but if they ask you, well, what do you think? Just say, yeah, I think the guy was a bum. You know, you can be, whatever your opinion may be, you could be honest about it, but you don't have to inject if you don't want to. You didn't even know the guy. You know who he was, but not him. Right, but I mean, I guess, like, when you see people, you know, propelling a lie like that, um, isn't it kind of a lie to not speak the truth? Well, there's a time to speak and a time not to. If it's given to you to say something, then you speak up. Because you, if you're aware, if you live in the present, you will see when to speak and when not to. Right? So if it's given to you to say, then you say it. But if it's not clear that you should say something, don't say anything. There's a time and space, uh, place for everything. Some people speak up when unnecessary. Uh, especially with the Bible and stuff, or when people think they know something, they always speaking up, and it's a waste of time. Mm -hmm. But when you see clearly what to do, you do it. If you don't see clearly, don't do it. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. Is this your first time here? It's my first time. Really? What's your name? Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey. Any questions about anything? Um, oh, I'm, I'm tons. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, ask me. That's what we for. We have some a uh, few minutes left. Go ahead. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing at this time. That was really it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but uh, you dealt with your mother. Uh, yeah, I actually forgave her yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. What happened? Um, it was it was great. Um, I forgave my father earlier this week. Um, what did your I, father do to you? Um, what did he do to me? Um, I don't know. There was like a lot of lack of love in the household. You know, he had never told me he loved me and ever until I told him when I was like 20, 21, um, you know. So you were mad at him because he didn't say, I love you? I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know if I was mad at him necessarily. Um, I think there was probably some resentment in regards to being able to express, you know, these kind of natural, you know, feelings towards your family members, um, which I think caused a lot of problems within our family. So you believe that you had an issue with your father because he never said, I love you? I mean, I've always gotten along really great with my parents, but, I mean, you know, really thinking a lot about it recently, I think, um, yeah, there was probably some resentment over things. Well, you're um, not sure about that? No, I'm, I'm sure. Um, and I think, you know, someone else kind of said it. It's like they did their best, and that's kind of what they did wrong. You know, it was like in the case of my mother, she was like all of the things that uh, I think negatively affected me was almost an abundance of love. Like she loved us too much and she sheltered us. Your mother's love will kill you. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. the kind of love that stays with you until you die. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mama's love will kill you. Let me tell you this. Uh, the reason I kept asking about your father loving you, you he never said it. You thought that was an issue with you, right? I mean, there was other issues, you know, he was... But how about that one issue? I just I have a point to make about that. You thought that your father, by your father never saying, I love you, that was the issue? I, I just thought it was, it was abnormal. 
Um, Why did you think that? Because I was comparing it to other families. Yeah. 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 It is not abnormal. Yeah, I mean, so I knew that he loved me, and yeah. he never had to say it. Absolutely, right. man. Yeah. One thing I want to tell you. When I was growing up, I never heard my grandfather or my father say, I love you. When I got, became an adult, I had to go and forgive him. He said it, but he was weak. Um, uh, <laughs> fathers don't have to say to their children that they love them. The children can see that the father loved them. Just like you can see God love you. God, God never tell you, I love you, right? But you can see that he loves you. Fathers, children, children can see that their father loves them, but what the mother does is make you think that the father don't love you because the mother's always saying it, and the father doesn't say it, and she makes you think the reason he's not saying it, uh, the reason you feel bad because he's not saying it. That's not it at all. Mm-hmm. Never. And I never once thought that my father and my grandfather didn't love me. It, it wasn't even a thought because, you know, no one ever told me they didn't, and I just saw that they loved me, the way they acted, the things they did, the way they treated me. It was all about love. But I wasn't even thinking it was about love. You know, you just know that they love you without thinking about it. Right. It's, kind of, it's the same relationship you have with God. God is not going to be telling you every morning, I love you. Mm-hmm. He's not going to tell you every year, I love you. Mm-hmm. He's just going to be love and you can see it. Yeah. That's how the father is. Mm-hmm. The mother makes you think the father don't love you. The words don't mean a thing. Mm. It's the spirit that comes that means a thing. So that's why I want you to make that point. Mm. Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. And so are you close? Are you okay with him now? Yeah. And how about your mother? You okay with her now? Yeah, it was was interesting. Sorry, what was your name again? Will. 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 I was telling Will outside that, uh, yeah, I mean, it was like, it's a really interesting kind of process to do that. Um, And, you know, it was, it it reminded me of my... um, my first uh, reconciliation, what is it called when you, what is it called? Reconcil- first reconciliation? Um, and I can't, either way. Um, yeah, you don't know, ask me. I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really, word. What did that word mean, Joel? Uh, first confession. <laughs> first confession in, like, the church. Um, I remember that as a kid, but there was, like, a kind of sensation that, um, you know, it was, like, just a very subtle thing that it just, you know, it was like a little weight had been lifted off of your shoulders. Yeah. Um, it was also interesting because I think, you know, in regards to my father, I think he got more out of it than I did. You know, yes. He really got kind of choked up and he needed that. Yeah, business. he wanted his son back. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, you know, like I said with my mother yesterday, it was just kind of interesting because I had kind of touched on it recently before, but yesterday I actually came out and said it. But, you know, after I said that, like, yeah, the conversation just flowed. You know, and it was like, it yes, was, there was a different perspective. It was really interesting. Absolutely. That's what I want you to know. Once you go and forgive your mother, you're not going there to attack her and to hate her. You're going to let that stuff go by realizing she couldn't help herself. Your whole world would change. Then you can love your parents, your mother, your father in the right way with real love. And you're not, you're not controlled by it. They can't control you with it. They can't make you feel guilty. You could be yourself. You would become an adult. You would be free. You could make your own decision. Do your own thing. It's just going to free you up because the, the mother don't own you anymore. You know, you're supposed to go out and live your life now and make your own rule, you know, do your own thing. Then once you become adult, that's it. But she'll follow you to West Hell. You ever been to West Hell before? It's over there by East L.A. Coming this way. <laughs> but just to control you, but once you forgive them, you'll be able to say, no, you can't come. 
and won't feel anything about it because you have the real love. All right? So do it so you can be free. Really, it's for you. God will forgive you and your whole world will change. All right? Yeah. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Uh, so I I was just wondering, I was thinking about something you said last week. You're talking about a story of a, a blind man sitting by, by the gate waiting for God to, to touch him to see the light. Yes. Um, I was wondering if, say, I'm the blind man and I've been waiting and I feel like, you know, I can see now because I got touched and I can see the light. Yes. Uh, instantly, do once you see the light, do you just walk the path? Or because I'm wondering, That's you know, the blind question. man been sitting down for so long. You could you open his eyes, he could see now. But now, does it take time to stretch out and like be able to walk that? Now path? that you could see, you're going to give up your ego, which is Satan's nature, right? That that is falling away, and you're waking up and waking up and waking up, and you start seeing more. You start life is easier, and you can see clearer. It's changing by itself because he's renewing your mind from darkness to light. So you will wake up, and then you will grow like a little child, a physical child will grow. So just let yourself grow. All right. It's changing by itself because it's spiritual. Of ourselves, we can do nothing, and of ourselves, we know nothing, right? It's just in that ego state you think you do. And so now he's renewing your mind, and you're going to look around one day, and it's going to be amazing. All right, cool. Just make sure you speak up and, and practice being aware of thoughts and know that they all lies. And even if you get caught up in one, just relax and know you're in a thought, and it'll work it, he'll work it out for you. Yeah. Cool. And Thank you're you. growing. Thank you. All right? And if you don't speak up, let's say something happened, you should speak up, right? But you don't. Don't judge yourself for it. Don't say, oh, or you feel angry, right, while you're growing. Don't say, oh, I thought I was free. I'm angry. Don't worry about that. You are free. It's just you believed a lie. So because all your life you've been in the thoughts when you're who you were traumatized, yeah. and now you're overcoming the thought. So just be patient. All right. Cool. All right? It'll be fine. Are you the flat earther? Uh, not oh, as hey, then, but, but, but I do believe These it, These are though. the flat earthers. <laughs> I couldn't see at first. I we were going to work out a show, and we are working out something, all right? Yeah. We had a guy call that wanted to be on the show. He said he was a... A what? A, a what? You know what a hollow earth is? What is a hollow earth? It's where the entrance is down in uh, Antarctica, and they believe that you can go down into the earth like there's a hell underneath, but they still believe that the earth is round. They got that from the Bible, too? Well, I mean, yeah, it's in the, that part's in the Bible, but it's just it's so really have, hard for people to let go. We have the round earthers who don't believe the flat earthers who right. don't believe the hollow earthers hey. who, <laughs> who don't believe the top of the earther. Isn't that amazing? When in reality, none of that is important. It really is not that important, but I love the discussion. Yeah, I, I think it's because it's not taught in fullness yet. It's still in puzzle pieces on the Internet. And there, there's decent teachers out there right now, but better ones are rising up now. I mean, so are you sure that the earth out. is flat, right? Uh, yeah, but not, not You're like... You're 100% sure? 100%, yeah. That is flat. Yep. All right, yep, don't 100%. fall off. On the model I've seen, you can't fall off. It's in uh, an enclosed... Oh. Yeah, that's, it's not on the back of a turtle floating through space. That's retarded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get it together. We're going to put together really good. We may even make a town hall of it. I want to really make it a big deal because we got all kind of belief going on. But anyway, let me just say this because of time here. Uh, 
My biblical question this week, what is the benefit to those who are subject to passion? What's the benefit? Anybody want to respond to that biblical question this week? No. You heard me talk about it. <laughs> What's, uh, let me ask uh, Adriana, and then I'll ask you, okay? What's the benefit, Adriana, to, uh, to those who are subject to passion? I think it uh, grows your ego. Uh, uh, passion sub- does? When you're subject to passion, it grows your ego. It are you a passion you person? Um, I found myself to be less passionate. Are you a passionate person? No. You're not passionate? I thought you said you were less. Well, I mean, I was passionate at some point. Now I don't, I'm not passionate. You're not passionate at all. Okay. Uh, right behind you. You have your hand, right? Yeah. What's the benefit to passion, those who are passionate? Make babies. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Yes, right here. The great benefit is to the passion itself. So whatever you're pa- a person who's subject to passion is benefiting that passion, In the object way? of it. So, I mean, you can take any example. If you're passionate about um, material things, the beneficiary is the material. The thing that they get back from being from the material thing? Right, well, that, uh. in that example. So if it's, you know, um, being passionate about the opposite sex, then maybe making babies is the benefit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason that you need passion, to make some babies. Otherwise, you don't need passion. Because you have a natural energy that comes from God. Really. And that's why once you're born again, you become dispassionate. Because passion is of your father, the devil. He's emotional. You got to, and you will realize that Satan is imitating everything that God does, right? So if God is dispassionate, Satan's going to be passionate. Because he's a Satan. He doesn't have that love anymore, but he's pretending to be God. So everything the world is, you need to go the other way. Really. Because God is nothing like what the world is at all. His ways are nothing like it. So passion is not good. Uh, and that's why once you get married, you have all your babies with your little passion thing, then you, <laughs> then, you, then you overcome the passion, really, and then you raise the kids in the right way to go. That makes sense? But you need that father. You don't need it. Yeah, you need it. Because when you wake up, you don't have a need for love around you. You really don't because you are love. God is love, right? And he's living through you with perfect love. So if love is not missing, why would you need love? All right? Um, did you do it to mama yet? Have you made up your mind you're just going to stick with them? No, I haven't talked to her at all. Oh, okay. At all. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that not like, really? No, I haven't talked you're to her. You done with her? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, just don't hate her. No, for, for I'm, I'm done. Like, I don't, I don't have anything left to Okay, her, so. just don't hate her, and each moment would take care of herself, all right? Yeah. Let me do this, and then i got to end. Um, so I have a brand-new biblical question this week, and I want to ask right here, my friend. This is my good friend now. <laughs> we are buddies for life. <laughs> my, I, on my show every week, I do a biblical question a week. Uh, and so I have a brand-new one for this week. 
And it is, uh, I, I wonder, and I'll tell you why in a minute, what do you care about? Uh-huh. I care about relationships and peace. And have you thought about this before now? Not really. Did you think you cared before now about things? Yeah. This is such a good question. I'm telling you, this is going to blow your mind. You did? You thought you cared about things? I thought I cared about. And what do you think now? Now it seems (laughs) unclear. Unclear, huh? These are the things that God wants us to think about. He doesn't want you to think on what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, where you're going to go, where your job paying you, and all that crap, right? You need to think on these things. Really, that frees you up. What do you care about right here? Uh, and, and give it to the young man right behind you. Yeah, hold on to it for me. Yeah. What do you care about? Um, I really have no care. It's like carefree. You don't care about anything? No, not really. Stay away from him. <laughs> you care about nothing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what do you care about? Um, protecting my heart and mind, uh, keeping it focused on Christ, um, because if I don't protect my heart and mind and keep my life centered, then I'm no good to anyone else. If I take care of those things, everything branches out and takes care of How do you protect your heart and mind? <clears throat> uh Constantly, always uh, uh, focusing on my life and how I'm living it, and 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 constantly um, loving God and learning about God. You love God. Yes. How do you know you love God? Um, Is this your first time here? Yes. Oh, what's your name? Uh, David. Hey, David. <laughs> Hello. Uh, this your first time here? Yes. And how do you know you love God? Okay. I know I love God because He lives within me, and I, I, uh, I, 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 follow, I follow his teachings because I want to be, have a close relationship with Christ. What are his teachings? <clears throat> uh, commandments. And, um, you follow the commandments? Well, <laughs> uh, to, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> you follow the commandments? Yes. You follow all of God's commandments? Yes. We're in church, David. Yeah. We're going to have to call Goliath up on you. Yeah. <laughs> so you keep all the God's commandments. All right. I know where you're going. To the best of my ability. Do you keep all the God's commandments? You mean all the time, 100% of the time? Do you keep all the God's commandments? Okay. Yeah. I've, I've seen this before. Uh, well, the, well, honestly, no. <laughs> if you want me to be before. honest, then, then I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So do you keep all of God's commandments? No. <laughs> you just said you did. Well, to the best of my ability. I mean, human beings aren't perfect. Only Christ and Jesus is perfect. And so if you're not keeping his commandments, how do you know you love him? Oh, uh, well, uh, because if I don't follow those things... Uh, I'm not appeasing God, and I, I can feel that within. And so uh, you're not keeping him, so how do you know you love him if you're not keeping his commandments? 
All right. Um, how do I know I love him? Because I because I continue to strive for that. But you're not keeping his commandments. He didn't say strive. Yep. In the Bible, it says, if you yeah. love me, you will keep my commandments. You're right. I understand. And so if you're not keeping them, how do you know you love him? It's for a reason, David. I'm yep. not. No, I, I, I understand. Sweat for a reason. I don't take it personal. I, yeah. um, <laughs> um, I, so you're saying if, if I don't keep them, how do I know I love him, right? Yeah, I'm asking. You said you love God. I asked, how do you know you love him? And you said because you're keeping his commandments. And then now you say you're not keeping his commandments. Right. I, right. To be truthful 100% of the time, no, I, I, I do not. But um, And did he say if you keep my commandments sometimes? No, he did not. <laughs> so. so how do you know you love him, David? <laughs> because I keep coming back to him in the word and... You know, I mean, I where? stumble and ask for forgiveness, and I, you know, move forward. What? You know, anytime I stumble, I ask for forgiveness and move so forward. So you're still stumbling? I mean, constantly throughout the day. I mean, if it's just thoughts or anything, you know yeah. what I mean? That, so that's why I say, have I been following? Well, no, because it could be any little thing. It is as insignificant as someone might think it is. You know, I'm constantly throughout the day reminding myself I can't think this. You know, I have to do this. So... David, how did you find out about us? Uh, through YouTube. Right on. I'm glad you're here, man. Let me just say, cut it out. Right. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah, just relax. Yeah. It's enough to know that you don't love him, mm-hmm. rather than pretend that you do, right? Right. It, because you said, I love him, and then I asked how you know. You said, because you keep his commandments. And then you say, no, I don't keep his commandments. And then you say, I'm, I'm striving. And then you say, I'm stumbling. Cut it out, folks. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay to say, I am wrong. Because once you can see that you're wrong or that you don't know, then you start to see and then you start to know because you're not in denial. The only thing God doesn't want us is to be in denial. And when we can admit, then we're in denial. He can't help you if you're in denial. And he will help you, David, but don't be in denial. You know what I'm saying? Correct. I, I and understand. don't pretend that you love him when you don't love him. It's feel right. good to say it, but if your life is not of that, you don't. And the moment you know that you don't, David, it will all change. So I've got to ask real fast, have you gone to forgive her? Excuse me? Have you forgiven your mother? Oh, yes. You went to her? Oh, okay, yes. Okay, so let me clarify. Oh, here we go. I, no, hold on. No. <laughs> Are you are you saying without knowing who I am? Every person, no matter their upbringing, should go to their mothers and ask forgiveness. Not ask, but forgive. Yes, forgive. Yes. No matter what kind of parents they were. Right. Now that would be my question. Why would that be? Because they all all of us are in a fallen state. And most okay. in that fallen state, God is not with them. He loved them, but he's not with them until they repent and overcome it. And so even though your parent may have provided for you, and like this young man was saying, that the best that they can do in that fallen state, okay. they still cause you to fall into a fallen state. And so when you forgive them for doing the best they can, but right. they cause that, then God will forgive you and a new beginning will start. The kingdom of heaven will be on earth. Because when you get married, you have kids, 
you will only have love to give to them because you will not be in a fallen state. And then you start a new generation and then you can experience paradise. Your kids won't have to go through that. Okay, I understand that, where you're coming from. I'm not saying I disagree, and I'm not trying to be a little... No, don't, so worry, don't saying, apologize right, at all. Yeah. Uh, are you saying every parent out there failed then? Yes. Okay. Well, I, I, all right. I, I, and that's kind of why I'm here. I'm listening to different angles, because I was raised... It's kind of funny. I watched you on YouTube, and it's like we're similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. A lot of what's happening today is very foreign to, to me. You know, abortion-isms, none of that stuff right. existed. Yeah. My, uh, the order of Christ at home happened at my home. My dad was, you know, yeah. a white conservative Christian male. Okay. Uh, had three kids in wedlock. They're actually going to be celebrating the 50th uh, year anniversary, uh, wedding anniversary pretty soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, and my dad was the alpha male. He provided. I mean, my mom took, took care of the kids. My mom was home taking care of the kids. <clears throat> I mean, to the point where, you know, and this was normal back then for me, my dad never changed my diaper ever because my mom was home taking oh, care good, of the kids. Man. And my dad was providing. So Can with that said. a man changing your diapers? Well, and, that, and that's all normal to me. But I tell that to, to, to females today, yeah. no matter who they are, especially the younger ones, and yeah. that they look at me like, like that. That's right. like, who yeah. is this person? I'm like, well, that's the way it was back then. But my point is the way you grew up and, and, and the way things were and yearning for that, I yearn for that too. And what's happening today is foreign. So what I'm saying, I grew up in that environment with my parents, the way they were. And I, that's kind of why I'm here today to see what you were talking about, the whole fallen part, because right. I, I didn't know all parents could yes. fall into Even that. Like you were my, saying. With my grandmother growing up, I thought she was, Sent by God, you know, I didn't see anything wrong with her, right? But when I went to forgive my mother, she told me about her mother, which was my grandmother, and my grandmother made some mistakes with her too. But to see her, you would never think that. And so the best of them have made mistakes like that that caused their kids to fall. Okay, that would make and then, sense. What, did your mother made no mistake with you at all? <laughs> well, in this conversation and, and, and coming to more enlightenment of the information you're giving me, yes, I, I, my parents have made errors. I mean, even so though they... those things you need to go and forgive for so that you won't make them with your, you won't make them with your children. Right. Or even if you don't have children, you will have perfect peace and right. you'll be examples for others and draw them unto God. Okay. That makes sense? I appreciate the, yeah. Uh, Do you disagree with any aspect of that? I'm not saying I disagree. I'm processing it. Uh, you know, we don't process it. Just let it go in one right. ear and out the other. As someone said, God will allow you to see it. You can't make yourself see it. Really, you can't. Don't even attempt to make yourself understand it. Only God gives understanding to those he wants to draw in. Mm -hmm. You can't figure this out. You either see it or you don't. Right. That makes sense? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I agree. And thank you for that. You know. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Good to meet you. Good to meet you, too. Anything else you disagree with real fast? Uh, just one quick question. Uh, 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 going to traditional church and all that stuff uh, over, over my lifetime. Uh, and certain entities are trying to infiltrate the church in a, in a wrong way, right? With yeah. the alphabet community and all that stuff. Yeah. What do you think about female pastors no should not be okay that's a no no all right because the order is god in christ christ a man right. man over woman right and that should not be 
Right. Every would, time a man listens to the woman, he suffers. Right. That's exactly the way it was in my household growing right. up. That order. Yeah. So. Amazing. Thank you. Did you have any, this is your first time here, right? The young lady in the middle. Any questions about anything? Um, at this time, no. I normally listen to you like every morning and... Um, I'm I'm really happy to be here today. I'm happy to have you. What's your first name? Jennifer. Be quiet, Raymond. <laughs> that is not the kind of sneeze you do in a church. <laughs> that was too serious. But anyway, what'd you say? I said my name. My first name's Jennifer. Oh, okay, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Any questions or anything? Um, no. I agree mostly with everything that you. Actually, everything that you say. There isn't anything that I haven't come to agree with right so on. far. Have so. you gotten forgiven? Absolutely. The reason I keep pushing that because the moment you see you're wrong, you go and forgive, your whole world changes. It does. You become back. You become yourself again. Mm-hmm. God about what is right. It's mm-hmm. just that simple. It is. Yeah. And life is very simple afterwards. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's mind-blowing simple. It really. We can't. There are no words to express how simple it is, really. All you have to do is be. And it works itself out. It really does. Well, I'm glad you came. That's amazing. You have kids? Absolutely not. Oh, you don't? <laughs> no. I have a dog, and that's enough responsibility. Oh, God. A friend of mine loves cats. Not a cat You'd rather have cats than children. <laughs> I was just talking to him in the morning. Like, cats are beautiful. You pet cats, but not children. <laughs> he lo- and on his screen, the computer screen, when it flashes different things, all cats posing <laughs> in different positions, like they pose for the camera or something. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I'm glad you're here, Jennifer. Uh, Rebecca, I'll be Rebecca. I'm Victoria. Are you okay? I like you're Rebecca. I don't know. I'm crazy. You look like you're thinking of something. I'm so tired. Oh, okay. All right. But you're okay, right? All right. So listen, relax. There's Hermes. What do you care about? You asked me, What did you tell me? Oh, oh Lord, I remember now. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, don't repeat it. No. What do you care about? I care about being right. About what? About being right. Oh. Being right. Mary said, no, you don't. <laughs> I care about my son and maintaining peace. Wow. That sounds so nice, huh? I care about being right. I care about my son. I care about being peace. Why are you mocking me? (laughs) (laughs) I asked James, what do you care about? I think he said Jesus. (laughs) What did you say, James? (laughs) I said I cast all my cares upon him. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't that sound so holy? (laughs) What did you say, Joel? Think about it. Boo boo bear. <laughs> you caught me. You caught me. Did you know they call him boo boo bear? <laughs> you call him boo boo bear, right? <laughs> Actually, now I'm starting to. <laughs> <laughs> Is he calling you boo now? Yeah. Oh, amazing. No wonder you've been gone a lot lately. <laughs> What do you care about, Joel? Uh, I guess the, the things that I'm responsible for. For Boo. <laughs> you care about Boo. 
Boo made him jump out of airplane. <laughs> you know you care about Boo. Frankie, what do you care about? I don't know. I've got to think about it other than life stuff. What? Things. I don't know. I've got to think about it for a little bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah, salsa dancing. That's all he loved. He oh, loved salsa God. more than he loved Jesus. Oh. <laughs> what do you care about? Right here real fast. Then I got in. Nobody else. Take the mic for me. Being restored from the fallen state, thinking healthy thoughts like God, peace. Uh, yeah. Oh, that sounds so holy. <laughs> huh? that, like, that makes you want to shout. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> so listen, we are so... Oh, Esteban. Everybody know Esteban. He got fired by James. <laughs> what do you care about, Esteban? Uh, work. Pretty much just work, yeah. <laughs> you just care about you, right? No, I care about other people. Like who? <laughs> Everyone. Oh, yeah. We, we thought we were going to have coffee this morning because the guy that normally puts it up is not here. And so Esteban was laughing like, I got my own coffee. I don't care. <laughs> Isn't that right? Am I right, James? Yeah. See? So not, remember you said that? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So anyway, I want to encourage you to relax, all right? There's nothing in life, not one thing in life that's that important that you should get upset, you should worry about, you should be, you know, freaking out about or anything. Not one thing. There's nothing that you should be uh, worried about. Just know that. Not one thing. If somebody dies, oh, they did. Worry is not going to bring them back. You know, go have a little nice cheap funeral. Go your way. But just pay attention. If you mess up on the job, no big deal. It'll straighten yourself out. All right? I had to put one of my producers on probation this week because he brought a mentally ill person on the show. And I'm like, but no big deal. Really, when you wake up, you're going to see there's nothing on earth that's a big deal. It just Satan got you thinking that it is. It's really not. If you're at work and something happened at work and your boss has to yell at you about it, it just work. He didn't yell at you about your mama. It just worked. You can apologize. Oh, I didn't know. I'll do it right next time. Really, nothing is a big deal. If Joel doesn't call you boo tonight, <laughs> you still call him boo-boo. <laughs> big bear. Whatever you call him. <laughs> he doesn't look like a big bear, though. How did you come up with boo, big bear? No, I just started doing it now that you mentioned it. It wasn't oh. happening before. Oh, so he's standing on the radio. You call him big bear boo. He was lying. Oh, I made it up. You made that up? Oh, it's stuck. It's stuck now. You forever, big bear boo. <laughs> anyway, relax. God is with you. He loves you. You would not see where I'm coming from had not he allowed you to see it. So as this young man was saying, just relax. Once you wake up, it, you grow. He will cause you to grow because we are a spirit, and of ourselves we can do nothing. We can't make ourselves grow. We can't make our mind be renewed. He will renew your mind, and all the stuff we learned will disappear, and you will live by revelation. You really will. You will have the same relationship Adam had with God before the fall. It would be spirit to spirit. All right? So just relax. Whatever you did in the past, forget about it. It doesn't exist anymore. It's up in your mind. 
Satan trying to use it against you. It just, all we have is right now. We only have the moment. We have the moment. We have the moment. Nothing else is real. Everything else is an illusion. Right? And people can't help themselves. So just relax. Smoke a joint. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Put that pot down. <laughs> but anyway, we're out of time. I appreciate you all tuning in out there. And thank you all for coming. Don't forget, um, any announcement, Hermes? You're going to be uh, Politicon next Sunday. Oh, we can't have church, right? Oh, no church next Sunday. Yeah. I got to go to, where am I going? Politicon, Nashville. I'm going to Nashville, Tennessee, participate in a debate at Politicon. So no church next Sunday. No church, folks, next Sunday. But the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. I'll be here to follow Sunday. I hate not being here. I'd really rather be here. But I couldn't help this one. I could help it by saying no, but I want to go do it. So, no church next Sunday, all right? Um, and don't forget, we're raising money to buy a building. It's really going well. We're at uh, 150000 now, a little over 150000 We want to get up to 300000 I have a building in mind. We got to look at it a second time. And then I'm getting, uh, they have to credit check me personally. So I can get a bank to fund the rest of the bar for the bill. Let's say the bill costs 200000 or something, 210000 whatever. I mean, million. So I have to pay down a certain amount, and then they got to, uh, the bank support the rest. You know how it works, right? However you call it. What? Finance the rest. Yeah, $200 million. No. <laughs> $2 million. Two, I'm black. So... <laughs> Let me just say, so let's say if I'm looking for a $2.3 million billing. Am I right now? Yeah. Okay. I have to put down a deposit, and then we get in the bank to finance the rest. So I'll keep you guys updated as to what is happening, and I really appreciate your support. I'd rather do it that way than to rent a building and lose all the money decorating like we did with this one, and then they want to turn it into an apartment building. And that's what's happening all up and down the city. So uh, we'll let you know. I appreciate your support. We want to get it up to, is it $3 million? I mean, what? You want to get it up to 300000 Oh, $300,000. i am black. I went to the same school Joel did. <laughs> I really think Joel was in my class back in 1968. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little blackboard in the corner, and I thought he was acting white. So, <laughs> If you notice, he doesn't read any better than I do. A little better. At least you say Arkansas. And I say Arkansas. So thank you all. Don't forget to support Bond. Go to rebuildingaman.com. I will not be here next Sunday, but next week everything is back on, uh, on the same. Joel was asking us, asking me like two or three weeks ago, what? Don't you supposed to be gone next Sunday? He planned to plan a date with Boo Boo. Joel, he worked every Sunday morning. He's trying to figure out, when are you not going? I'm trying to plan with Boo-Boo. With Boo-Boo. I'm like, I, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so you guys got a date next Sunday morning for breakfast? No? You're not going to have breakfast with him? Sure. <laughs> He's like, you better. But anyway, thank you all for coming. Thank you all for tuning in. Have a good week. Do the silent prayer dot video. Speak up, but don't resent. And just relax. It's so amazing how God uh, has laid it all out, all right? 
Thank you all. And thank you all for coming. I appreciate it. Amazing. Amazing.